Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likut Halachas, Yoradea, Chelek Sheni, Hilchas Mezuzah, Halacha Aleph, from the beginning. We dedicate the learning today, Lilu Nishmas, Yentafrad, Bas Rabbi and Sipko Rivka, Bas Hillel. And for a complete Rufu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chavi Vachana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, Eliyahu ben Mariam Rus, Rachel Tzipoyla bas Batshua, Moshe Lei ben Chana Breindl, Lei Esther bas Malka, Shloimoi ben Rivka Sprinza, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudas Gila, Huna Boruch ben Zavaleya, Michal bas Rivka, David Elio ben Michal, Shimon Elazar ben Michal, Sorum Maya bas Sipko Rivka, Chaim ben Rachel, Chaim Tzvi ben Voyoleya, Lei ben Zhenya, Avram David ben Chana, Shlomo Nisan ben Mazel, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Shrag Betzal ben Chayesora, Chanesora Basora, David ben Behia, Shendel Basleya, Ides Bas Miriam Breindel, Michal Sora Bas Hadasa, Yehudis Ruchama Bas Chavarus, Sora Yehudis Basora, David Lei ben Shena, Avigal Brocha Bashirat Voira, Pesia Baschai Esther, Ruven Mordechai Ben Chana, Basi Kela Basamalia Malka, Yehudis Nechama Bas Miriam, Froma Bas Genessa, Necharocha Bas Sindaleya, Aviva Chaya Bas Esther Mendel, Gitleya Bas Fumet, Besoch Sharchol Yisrael. Once again, I want to emphasize that Rav Zal wrote the Likut HaLochas, he started when he was young and he was in his 20s, while Rav Zal was living. And usually the first halacha and sometimes the second halacha were written at that stage. And his writing style was much different. If you study Likut HaLochas, the, the earlier halachas, he's very short, brief, crisp, boom, 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 finished. And he's assuming that you're familiar with the Likut Yamaran and in the later halachas, he's much more elaborate, much more clear, explaining much more clearly, just to be aware of that. Hilchis <clears throat> mezuzah, halacha alef, kvius mezuzah babais, establishing a mezuzah in a home, alpima shekos of Rabbeinu, based on what Rabbeinu Zal writes in chapters 266 in Likud Imran, shetzorich livnois habayis bechochma. The Torah tells us, the Pesach says mishlei, that when building a home, a person has to do it with chachma. The pasuk says, "Bechachma yibone bais." Avol kishaboyne beloy chachma, and Rabbeinu Zal writes there on the Kudimran. The Gemara says that a person that construction makes a person poor. Rabbeinu Zal says, "When does it make a person poor?" Avol kishaboyne beloy chachma. When a person is building a home without chachma of kedusha, mismaskein. It leads to poverty. Bechinas pegam ha which is the term that's used to refer to lack of chachma or lack of proper chachma. Bechinas, as it says in Kohelis, chachmas hamiskein bezuya. The the wisdom of a poor person is insulted. People don't treat it with respect at all. So we see the connection between chachma and miskein. Miskein means poor. 
and bezuya. Bezuya means shameful, embarrassed. So when the chachma is bezuya, it leads to miskain, it leads to poverty. <clears throat> People that do construction usually on their home usually say <clears throat> it starts off costing 50000 it ends up costing 200000 So that's one of the ways, begashmi, is that a person becomes poor from construction. But here it means in many ways. And therefore, by a person being strong in the midst of sukkah, that will enable the person to build a home and, and no harm will come. Because Rabbein Azal writes there on the Kutumran that sukkah is associated with bina. The Zohar Kodesh says that we know that the four letters of Yudke Vavke correspond to the structure, the basic family structure. The Yud is Chachma, which is Abba, a father. The first He is Bina, which is a mother. There's a Pasuk Ki Im La Bina Tikra. Bina is called Aim. <coughs> the Vav refers to the son, S-O-N. And the last He refers to the daughter, Kaviyocho. Not that there's anything physical by Hashem, but in terms of us being able to relate to it. So the first He is Bina, which is referred to as the mother. And the Yisraeli Kodesh says the sukkah is like a mother hovering over her children. Imo de mesacheches al benohan. That's the terminology that's used. Schach. A mother who's like a schach, a cover over her children, protecting them. And there are many other ways of showing that sukkah is associated with bina. There are eight days in sukkahs, actually, because Shmini Yatzerosah is considered part of sukkahs, and the number eight is usually associated with bina. When you go from the bottom up, from Malchus up, bina is number eight in the spheres. Because sukkah is bina, which is like chachma in this context. Bina means wisdom. And when the, when the wisdom, when the knowledge and wisdom are in place, then it's bechachma yibone bias. Then the bias is then it won't, it won't harm, the, the construction won't harm the person in any way. Now Rav Nosanzal says, this was from Likut Imran. Now, Rav Nasazal says, "Vezeh bechinas mezuzah, ki iso bedivrei Rabenu shehamezuzah he bechinas ashirus." We find Rav Nasazal says in chapter twenty-three in Likutimran, which is one of the main chapters where he speaks about the topic of money, money digdusha, and and the other kind of money, taivas mamaim. And there, Rav Nasazal says that mezuzah represents wealth, kamoishikosuf, as it says clearly in a pasuk in Eiv. You will have Hashem in your narrow places and money will come flying to you. Now, Shakai is the name of Hashem on a mezuzah, on the outside of a mezuzah. And Tzirecha here means your doorpost, in your entranceway. That's a, a narrow place compared to the entire home. And, that, and over there in Likut Imran, Rabbi Nezal shows a number of connections between mezuzah and wealth. The Gemara says that, that one of the Roman uh, officers once sent Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi a gift. Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi was very extremely wealthy. It says he was wealthier than the emperor. He sent him a gift, a precious stone that could have been worth half a million dollars, a million dollars. Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi sent him a mezuzah. 
So he said, I don't get this. This is a joke. I sent you something worth a million dollars. You sent me this piece of paper, you know. Rabbi Nelsi said, you sent me something which I have to hire a security firm to guard. I have to pay all kinds of money to watch over it. I sent you something that will watch over all your wealth, that will watch and protect all of your wealth. That's, again, one of the associations between mezuzah and wealth. V'yalkein koiven ha-mezuzah, and this is why we establish the mezuzah at the entrance to a home, in order to draw the bracha of wealth into the home, in order to repair any lack of chachma, which would lead to poverty. And therefore, through mezuzah, which represents wealth, that corrects that item, the chachma, which, which also can bring wealth, or lack of chachma can bring the opposite. And this completes the home, this repairs the home, of which the establishment of a home properly is dependent on chachma. And you will find in other places throughout Rabbeinu Zal's works, note he says Rabbeinu, not Rabbeinu Zal, because Rabbeinu Zal is living at the time that he's writing this. Rabbeinu Zal shows the connection between Chachma and Ashirus, that when there's healthy Ashirus, there's Chachma. When there's solid Chachma, there's Ashirus. Bechinas, as the Pasuk says in Mishlei, Hoin Oshir Kiryas Uzoi, the wealth of a wealthy person is his fortification. That gives him his strength. In chapter 60 in the Kutimran, Ayin Shom, take a look over there, where Rabbi Nizal makes the association between wealth and Chachma. And so to in other places. And through the wealth that a person draws through the mezuzah, that serves as a protection for the house. <coughs> because wealth represents the completion of a nefesh, of a soul, and the protection of the soul. As Rabbeinazal writes about this in chapter 69 in Likut Imran. There Rabbeinazal speaks about the damage that's caused when a person steals from another person, how it affects the nefesh, how it could, by stealing from a person, the person could be stealing the person's wife and children, chas v'shalom. So ashirus is a protection and completion of the nefesh. This is one of the reasons why a person works, tries to earn parnosa, to, to be mashlim the nefesh. How is a person mashlim the nefesh? One of the ways that a person is mashlim the nefesh is by eating and drinking. The Baal Shem Tev quotes a pasuk, Re'evim gam tzameim, nafsham bohem tisatov. Hashem made it that people should be hungry and thirsty because souls are wrapped in them. Wrapped in what? Wrapped in the food and drinks that we have. And when a person eats and drinks properly, they make a bracha with kavana, they eat l'kavad Shabbos, they eat at a sudas mitzvah, they release that nefesh, they make a tikkun for the nefesh in the food, and they complete their own nefesh. 
the particular apple or peach or piece of meat that a person buys, the reason why I'm buying that apple is because that apple has a shaykhist to my nefesh. Hashem, who's operating the world and synchronizing the world, sees to it that if a person is zoicha, that person, when they go shopping and what they do, they buy things that have parts of their soul in it that need to be completed. So again, the ashiras, the wealth of a person, which could be food, which could be clothing, which could be a car, it could be a house, all of those things have parts of nefesh in it, which a person acquires it to complete their nefesh. And this is what we see in Birkas Koyanim. The Gemara says, the Medrash says, when the Kayanim say, may Hashem bless you with what? With money. And watch over you and protect you from all of those forces that would want to harm you and especially and take away your money. The Pasuk here is making a connection. The Yivorecho Hashem is the solution for the Yivishmarecha. When a person has all of their money, all the money they're supposed to have, that's a Shmira from Mazikin. Ki hamomoin hu Shmiras Hanefesh. Because money is a protection for the soul. Question, but there are more tzaddikim who are poor than otherwise, while many rich people are far from spirituality. How are we to understand them that Ashiras leads to Chachma? Number one, there are different definitions of Ashiras. The Mishnah says in Pirkei that the Torah defines wealth as a person who is happy and satisfied, completely satisfied with what they have. Usually, those people who are financially wealthy are not satisfied with what they have. They're thirsty. Their wealth is like salt water. The more they drink, the more they need. More and more chasing, chasing, chasing. Whereas the tzaddikim, a, a tzaddik is one who is usually very happy and satisfied with what they have. So sometimes the fact that a person financially has less doesn't mean that they're less rich at all in any way. That could be one answer. And number two, Hashem, who's operating the world, sees to it that each person should have what they need to complete their nefesh. And when we talk about a tzaddik, a tzaddik is a nefesh kloli. A tzaddik could include all of his students. All of his students are included in the tzaddik. They're attached to him. So it's possible that any wealth that they have is connected to him. That's also considered part of his wealth. The Gemara says, that when you have a servant and a master, whatever the servant owns, the servant doesn't own anything. It's the master that really owns it. Based on what we're learning here, that the mitzvah of sukkah is what empowers the mezuzah, that's what, what gives the, the chachma, which to, to, for the house, we can understand why a sukkah that's built for sukkahs only does not require a mezuzah. Ki kol koyach ha-mezuzah, she'i b'chinas tikun ha-chachma, 
nimshach mebechina sukkah, because the, the, the whole power of the mezuzah, which represents repairing and completing the chachma, it draws from the sukkah. Shehi bechinas hasechel kanal. Sukkah represents sechel. Another way that sukkah is associated with bina and sechel is, we know that in sechel there's pnimi and there's makif. There's the knowledge that I've already acquired, that's called pnimi, the knowledge that's inside my head. There's that knowledge that's above me that I don't have yet, that's a higher level knowledge, that's called makifin. The sukkah is a makif. It's something that encircles us. We go inside the sukkah, the sukkah is outside of us, like a makif, like a halo surrounding the person on a spiritual level. And this explains why the sukkah itself, of course, does not require a mezuzah. Because it's from the sukkah that the whole tikkun of the home comes from. Meaning the sukkah is what infuses the home with seichel, with chachma, with bina. As Rabbeinu Zal writes over there in chapter 266 in Likut based on the Pasuk, V'yakoiv nosa sukoiso v'yiven loibayis. Yaakov Avinu traveled to a place called Sukois and he built a bias. And Rabbeinu Ayin Shom, take a look over there in Likut Rabbeinu Zal writes, the sukkah is what builds the bias. The sukkah is the chachma and the bina, the makifen, that build a house. V'yalkein, and based on what we're learning here, we'll understand also why all the laws of writing a mezuzah, exactly how it's written, follow the same laws as when a sefer is writing a sefer Torah. And in addition, the mezuzah is representative of the entire Torah. Kishma v'hoyam shamoya because the two paragraphs that we find in a mezuzah really are symbolic of the entire Torah, because Shema is called Kabolas Oil Malchus Shemayim. That's where a person declares that Hashem is one, and I love Hashem, and I accept upon my Hashem, I accept upon myself Hashem's authority. Vahoyim Shamoya speaks about accepting the oil mitzvahs that I hereby declare that I, I, I believe in and I want to fulfill all the mitzvahs of the Torah. Ki bechinas mezuzah, hi bechinas ha-Torah, sheyoitzeis mebechinas sukkah. Because the, mitzvah, the, the mezuzah represents the Torah which goes forth from the mitzvah of sukkah. Rabbi Nezal explains there in the Kutimran that from the holiday of sukkahs, we go into Shmini Atzeres Simchas Torah, Simchas Torah, which is completing the Torah and starting over, which shows that the whole Shlemus HaTorah is coming from Sukkah. That's the lead-in to, to the completion and starting over of the Torah. Shaydezeh Mesaknin Habayis. And again, through the Torah, which is the, the Sefer of Chachma, that's how we were. Mis- that's the tikkun for the home. Bechinas bechachma yibona bayis. Shezeh nimshach mebechinas sukkah kanal, and that comes from the mitzvah of sukkah. Rabbeinu Zal writes there in Likud Imran, chapter two sixty six. Towards the end, he writes that ki shavuos v'sukkas heimechod. The holiday of Shavuos, when we receive the Torah on Har Sinai, 
which is Bina, because Shluis is day number 50. And the Gemara says there are 50 levels of Bina, and Sukkot are one. Because the Torah comes forth from Bina, which is Sukkot. As the Pasuk says, Al Titoish Torah Simecha. Do not reject the Torah of your mother. Torah Simecha. Bechinas Eim Labina. Shubechinas Sukkot. And that's why Rabbi Nezal says, and that's why right after Sukkot, we celebrate Simchas Torah, because the Torah comes from Sukkot. Rabbi Nezal also brings a Roshi Tevois that this posuk, Ve'yakov Nosa Sukoiso Va'yiven, the first letter spelled the word Sivan, which is the month in which we receive the Torah. Rab Nosan Zal quotes Lukman here, Shazen Imshap and Bechina Sukkot, Shemisham HaToyro, Kamay Shukoso Val Tito Ishtoyra Simecha, Bechinas Eim Labina, Ayin Kolze Bedivrei Rabbeinu, Al Posek Viakov Nosa Sukoiso, Ayin Sham. Rab Nosan Zal says, study that chapter 266 on the Kutimran, there you'll have even more clearly everything that we expressed here. Any questions? We mentioned that that building properly and safely is dependent on being strong in the mitzvah sukkah. Being strong in the mitzvah sukkah means, for example, that when a person goes looking for a home to buy or to rent, the first question that a breast lover asks is, where's the sukkah? Where's the sukkah porch? Where do you put up a sukkah here? That's number one. And number two, by making sure that a person owns a sukkah or by making sure that a person makes provisions to fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah as best as I can, which means eating in the sukkah, which means sleeping in the sukkah for those that can, which mean adorning the sukkah, beautifying the sukkah in whatever ways we can, everything related, which means davening tashem to be zechah, to fulfill, to be mekayim, the mitzvah of sukkah, with all of its details, etc., Any other questions? Halacha Beis. Alpi mashekosav rabbenazal hareni kaporas mishkovoi b'maymar hamaschil bereishis leine kol Yisrael. This halacha will be based on what rabbenazal writes in chapter 67 in the second half of Likud Imran, Ayin Shom Heitev. Now the fact that rabbenazal is using the words hareni kaporas mishkovoi means that he wrote this halacha during the first year after Rabbi Nezal passed away. During the first year that a parent <coughs> or Rebbe passes away, the halacha is, we're supposed to say, Hareni kaporas mishkavoi. May I, may the mitzvahs that I do be an attainment, a, a, an atonement for the nifter, for the person who passed away. I in Shamhete study that chapter, Likutimran, well. What we can derive from that Torah, the true tzaddik is the master of the house. The bias here means the world. And again, the Tikkun shows this in the word bereshis. The word bereshis is a combination of the two words, roish bias. 
telling us this is the opening word of the Torah, that one of the most important introductions to Torah is knowing that there is a tzaddik emes. Vehu meyer lahabatim shal Yisrael. He is the one who shines Hashem's light into all of the Jewish homes. Vehoroish hazeh hamer labayis hu bechina shem Hashem. Rabbein Azal tells us there in Likut Imran that this tzaddik who shines this light into the home, he represents the name of Hashem. Bechinas Hashem echod u'shmo echod. We know that the, the Torah tells us Hashem and His name are one. Now, the term, the term, the, the name of Hashem, we know that the, the Rabbein Zal quotes this over there and in other places in Kutim Ram, Shmoi Meshutov Bishmenu, that Hashem's name is connected to our names. The name Avraham, for example, is Bigimatri, if I'm not mistaken, not, uh, no, I'm sorry, Yitzchak is Bigimatria eight times Yudke Vavke. Yaakov is Bigimatria seven times Yudke Vavke. Yosef is Bigimatria six times Yudke Vavke. Eight, seven, six. Grandfather, father, son. And the Zoyerokadah shows how all the names of all the tzaddikim all draw from Hashem's name. The fact that we are called Bnei Yisroel, we have Hashem's name, Kel, associated with every Jew, and the Ameich Kulam Tzadikim, every Jew is a Bechina Tzadik. So the term Shem Hashem is associated with the Tzadik, because the Tzadik is the one who glorifies Hashem's name, who publicizes Hashem's name. Vehu Bechinas Moichen, and this is also associated with Seichel. <coughs> Over there in Likut Imran, Rabbi Nezal speaks about the Dalid Moichen. Very often we speak about Gimel Moichen, Chachma Bina and Das, or Keser Chachma and Bina, but we know <coughs> that there are times in the Sifrei Kabbalah, Sifrei Hasidus, that they speak about Dalet Moichen, Keser, Chachma, and Bina, and, and Das also, or that Das is the combination of Chesed and Gvura. There are different ways of showing this. Over there, Rabbi Nezal makes reference to Betzalel, Betzalel and Oholiyov, who were the geniuses mm-hmm that worked with Moshe Rabbeinu to build the Mishkan. And it's that they're called Chacham Leiv, Chachamim. And when the Torah defines their Chachma, it mentions four things there. That Hashem blessed them B'chachma, U'betvuna, U'bedas, U'bechol Malacha. Four items. <coughs> so, the, the Tzadik, the name of Hashem. So here again, these four, these four Moichen, Correspond to the four letters of Hashem's most basic name, Yudke Vavke, Vehu Bechinas Ma'oyreyoyer, and all of these things are in the category of light, Ma'oyreyoyer, Hashem, the Tzaddik, Moichin, all of this is Ma'oyreyoyer, Bechinas Ma'oyer Enayim, the light of a person's eyes, because the Zohar Kodesh defines the eyes also as Dalid Gavnen De'ena, four colors of the eye, corresponding to the four letters of Hashem's name, Yudke Vavke. Vehu Meir Lahabayis. These Moirayor, the Tzadik, shines into the bias. Hainu Lahabayis Hamikdosh. Into the Beis Hamikdosh. Vilaklolius Habatim Shal Yisroel. And into all of the Jewish homes. 
Now this last line that we just said here, the tzaddik is the one who shines into the Beis Hamikdash, and into, he's the one who provides the lighting for the Beis Hamikdash. He's the generator for the Beis Hamikdash. And for all the Jewish homes, this is one of the sources that's quoted by Rabbi Avram Sternhartz, whose yard site is tonight. Tonight, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday, Chafelu <coughs> is the yard site of Rabbi Avram Sternhartz. He wrote a number of Sforim. Unfortunately, <coughs> the major ones were lost in 1948 when the Arabs invaded Yerushalayim and the Jews were evicted. Some of the Jews were taken into captivity, including Rabbi Rom Sternhartz by the Jordanians. Some of his writings were lost at the time. But one of the pamphlets that we have from him, another pamphlet, Imrois Tohoirois, he wrote a pamphlet because when he first came to Eretz Yisrael, at that time there was a very small Breslov community, and on Rosh Hashanah, <coughs> they would gather in Yerushalayim for Rosh Hashanah. When Rabbi Avram Sternhartz arrived, <coughs> he arrived on Rosh Chodesh Ador, and seven days later, a week later, on the yard side of Moshe Rabbeinu, he was already up in Miron. And in those days, it wasn't like today. You get into a car, and it's a two-and-a-half-hour trip. In those days, it was possibly a full-day journey or more. <coughs> he traveled to Miron with a small, with a group of people and spent some time there. And when he finished his tefillah there, he said to the people that are with him, it would seem that now, when we're not able to go to Uman for Rosh Hashanah, <coughs> it would seem that the right thing is for the Breslov Hasidim to gather here by Rabbi Shimon Bar Yehoizal. This is the closest thing in Eretz Yisroel to Uman, to Rabbeinu Zalsian in Uman. And this began a, a pilgrimage that, that, I don't remember if it started that year, but what, what happened was there were Arab riots at the time. This was in the night before 1948, before the state was declared. And there were a couple of years that they couldn't go from Yerushalayim to Miron. You couldn't travel safely at all. But then at one point in time, <clears throat> this gathering developed. And when I came to Eretz Yisrael in 1987, that was one of the last years, if not the last year, before Uman became available for Rosh Hashanah. There were about 1,300 people davening together in Miron for Rosh Hashanah. And what we just learned here was one of the sources that he quoted, that for those people who would say that Yerushalayim is the holiest place in the world, Yerushalayim had the Beis HaMikdash in it, Rabbi Nassau says there in chapter 67 of Likut Yeran that the Beis HaMikdash draws its holiness from the Tzaddik. The Tzaddik is the one who is Mashpia because bias is a concept of Malchus usually. And again, the Malchus receives from Yesoid, from the Tzaddik Yesoid. And again, over there in Likut Yeran, Rabbi Nassau elaborates on, on this in a big way. And when the Mo'ere oil are flowing, when the light is flowing, this saves us from fires, destructive fires in our homes. Which is referred to as Mo'ere We know that on Mo'itzoy, we bring in the Shabbos 
by a woman lighting candles. That's what brings in the Shabbos. Lahatlik ne'er shel Shabbos. And Rabbein Azal shows there on the Kutimran that Shabbos is the mo'ere o'er. And, and when Shabbos leaves, the fire takes over. We make the brocha bo'ere mo'ere ho'esh. Shehem keneget mo'ere o'er. Which oppose the mo'ere o'er. Shehem hepech shem Hashem. They are the opposite. The Mo'ireyesh is the opposite of the Shem Hashem. That's the names of the Sitra Achra of Klipois. Ki Mo'ireyesh heim bechinas Shem HaTumo Shel HaChitzoinim. This term Mo'ireyesh is associated with the names of Tumo, of Klipa. Valide Mo'ireyor, she bechinas HaRosh Bayes Hanal, bechinas Shem Hashem, alidezeh nitzoilin habatim bechinas Mo'ireyesh. And by lighting the Mo'ireyor, which is represented by the Rosh Bayis, the Tzaddik, who is Shem Hashem, through this, this protects our homes from fire. The Mo'ireyesh, Shehem Bechina Shem HaSachit Soinim Kanal. Rav Nosan Zalez here, Ayin Shom Kol Hamamar Hete. Study that entire chapter in the Kutumran, chapter 67 in Chelek Sheni, well, to have a solid introduction to this halacha. In the shear that we have on Sunday, the Chaim Aran shear, we just mentioned a few days ago that when Rabbi Nezal Sefer Likut Imran was published, he was very enthusiastic about everyone making sure to have this Sefer in their home. And Rabbi Nezal said, it will protect your wealth and it, it's a fire insurance. The Likut Imran is a protection against fire. One of my close friends who, lives in, who lived in Miami, Aventura, had an incredible major fire in his home years ago. And Baruch Hashem, the Sforim, the Tefillin there, weren't touched. You look at the fire, you see incredible, incredible devastation. And, and certain parts, the, the certain parts which didn't seem logical at all, were untouched by the fire. Now Rav Nosanzal begins. V'zeo bechinas mitzvahs mezuzah Based on that chapter in the Kutimran, we'll understand the mitzvah of mezuzah, which we're supposed to establish at the entrance to the home, and at the entrance of each one of the rooms in the home. And the Zohar Kodesh stresses that one of the main reasons that we put a mezuzah on our home is to protect us from negative forces, the chitzoinim, which are prevalent outside the home. Ki Hashem. Because a mezuzah <coughs> is a, a listing of Hashem's name. Not just one, but several names of Hashem. Ki iker shem Hashem hu Because when we speak about the name of Hashem, that the entire Torah is the name of Hashem. As the Zohar HaKadosh says, Ki oiraiso shmodu The Torah is the name of Hashem. Now remember, when we use the term name, name is synonymous with kovoid. We have the Pasuk Boruch, Shem, Kevoid, Malchus, Shem, Kovoid, and Malchus are all one. So Hashem's name Hashem is kovoid. What is kovoid? Kovoid is rotsoin. The Gemara says, Ritsoin shalotam zehu What a person wants, that's how you show respect for the person, by doing what they want. 
So the Torah is the book that defines the Ratzon Hashem. So the Torah is the Kovod of Hashem, it's the name of Hashem, it's the Malchus of Hashem. And the mezuzah, which is two paragraphs of the Torah, which are very symbolic and representative of the entire Torah. Because these two paragraphs, the first one which represents accepting Hashem's authority upon oneself, the second paragraph, which is accepting all the mitzvahs upon oneself, that's the entire that's symbolic of the whole Torah. Bechina Shem Hashem, the name of Hashem. Ki Because again, the Torah is the name of Hashem. Ubefrat Posuk Shma Yisrael. And especially that first Posuk Shma Yisrael, Shahu Shem Hashem Mamesh Kavyocho. There you have Hashem's main name. Hashem Eloikenu Hashem. We have three names of Hashem there. Echod. Those three, that combination, Hashem Adekeinu Hashem, is the Iker name of Hashem. And this is the reason why we have a mitzvah, to establish the mezuzah at the entranceway to the home. These, these, the, the mezuzah, which is the name of Hashem, glowing, <coughs> in order to protect the home from all negative forces. The mezuzah, which is the name of Hashem, <coughs> shines into the home. Like the tzaddik, who's the roish, shines into the home. And through this, we're protected from those outside forces, which are these, these names of Tumah, which are the opposite of Shem Hashem. And now we understand also why besides all the other names of Hashem that are found in a mezuzah, on the outside, and the one that we show usually most prominently is Hashem's name Shin Dalad Yud, Ki Shem Shakai Hu Bechinas Tzadik Yesoid Oilam Kayadua, because this name of Hashem is the name that's associated with the Tzadik, the Tzadik who is the Mida of Yesoid, as the Zohar Kodesh says in Vayikra. The Zohar Kodesh says there. Speaking about the different spheroids, it says Chichia, the ninth one of the spheroids, Shakai, is represented by Hashem's name Shin Dalad Yud. The Omar Lo Almo Dai. The Gemara tells us what does the name Shakai mean? That Hashem said to the world enough. That that's the name that completed the creation of the world. That said enough. We we you, we have everything in here that's needed. I'm sorry. This is saying that this is definitely enough and complete. And enough completion only comes to the world from the tzaddik 
the Ihu Yesoid Oilam, who is the foundation of the world, the Omar La Oilam Dai, that he's the one that says, enough, that if I'm here, it's enough. And this reminds me incredibly, we have the famous Gemara, where the Gemara says that the Gemara says towards the end of Sukkah that that uh, there are always must be <coughs> that there there are always a certain number of tzaddikim, a certain minimum number of tzaddikim in the world, thirty six tzaddikim, and the Zohar Kodesh says actually thirty six in Eretz Yisrael and thirty six in the rest of the world. There's a pasuk cholak libam, Hashem divided their heart. The word libam lamid beis mem is seventy two. Hashem split the seventy two in half. He divided it. 36 in Eretz Yisrael, 36 in Chutz Laretz. That's what the Gemara says. In the Zohar Kodesh, in Parshas, Zohar Kodesh, in Parshas Vayera, there's a story there about Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi, where, where it's, there, there it's based on a Pasuk in Chumash, where the Pasuk says, Avraham Avinu will be a great nation. And the Zohar Kodesh says that the word Yihyeh is 30, and there always need to be a certain 30 tzaddikim in the world. And the Zohar Kodesh says, one day, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoizal was together with his son, Rabbi Elozer, and they went outside, and they saw suddenly it got very dark. And Rabbi Shimon said, something is up, something's happening. And sure enough, he encountered a malach, an angel, and he said to the malach, what are you doing here? And he said, Hashem sent me to destroy the world, Based on this posit, there have to be 30 of a certain caliber of tzaddikim in the world. There aren't, so I'm going to destroy the world. Rabbi Shimon said, mission canceled. Go home. No thank you. The Malach goes back up to Shemayim, <coughs> and Hashem says, what are you doing here? I sent you on a mission. He says that Rabbi Shimon told me to go home, and I'm telling you, go back down and destroy. The Malach goes back down again, and I'm quoting verbatim from the Zohar Kodesh. And Rabbi Shimon sees the Malach a second time, and he says, now I'm, gonna, now I'm serious. Now if you don't leave, you might never get back up again, like those Malachim who came down at the beginning of creation and got stuck down here, couldn't go back up. And he said, regarding your 30 tzaddikim, don't forget that, that when Hashem wanted to destroy Sedoim and Amoira, Avram Avinu negotiated them all the way down to 10 that even if there are 10 tzaddikim, that was enough to block destruction. So even if there, are t- if there are 10 tzaddikim, that's enough. And if there aren't 10, then three should also be enough. Because the, the, the Pusik says, because uh, three is alpi shnayim, I'm sorry, even two should be enough. Because the Pusik says, alpi shnayim oishloisho eidim yokum dovor. That two or three can establish a dovor, and dovor means the world. The Pesach says, Bidvar Hashem Shamayim Nasu, Oburav Kriv Kaltzvon. And then Rabbi Shimon said, and if there aren't two, then one is also enough, because there's a Pesach, Vitzadik Yesoid Oilam, Tzadik singular. So I'm here, and that's enough to support, I am enough, die, this word die, I'm enough, to sustain the whole world. My merit is enough to sustain the whole world. The Zohar Kodesh says, the Malach left, and there was an announcement in Shemaim, Ashrecha Rebbe Shimon, how lucky are you, Rebbe Shimon, that Hashem issues decrees, 
and you're able to override the, the decree. And it's about you that the Pesach says, Ritzayin Yerei of Yaser, that Hashem fulfills the will of those who respect Him. So that's this term Shakai, this name of Hashem Shakai, which represents the Tzaddik. The Tzaddik is, da- he's this concept of Dai. He's enough. He's everything. The tzaddik is this roish. He represents the name of Hashem. Which shines, in, which is what fills the house with light. And, and that's what mezuzah is all about. Mezuzah is Shem Hashem. Because it's impossible to draw the name of Hashem into a home, to light up the home, without the aspect of Tzadik Yesoid Oilam. Tzadik, the foundation of the world. He is the beauty and the leader of all generations. Shehu Bechina Hashem Shakai, and he is represented by this name of Hashem. It's brought that in the Arizal says that when we say Kaddish, we say Yiskadal Yiskadash Shmei Rabo. And the Arizal says he shows every single word of the Kaddish, how it's incredible deep secrets in each word. The word Yiskadal is Tagi Dal. The crown of Hashem has been diminished. A Jew left the world. Till now, Hashem had 500 members. Now he has 499. One led the, the kingdom of Hashem has been diminished, and we want to replace that by saying this special tefillah that shows tremendous kavod Hashem. The word v'yiskadash. Pay attention. The Arizal says the word v'yiskadash. You have the vav, which represents the mid of yisoid always, the sixth one of the sphere of the seven spheres, the vav. Yosef is bigematry is six times Yudke Vavke. Yosef is Sadiq. And then you have the name Shin Dalad Yud. In the word Yiskadash, you have Shin Dalad Yud and you have Tov Kuf. The, the, the Shin Dalad Yud is the name of Hashem, we said of Tzadik Yisoi. And Tov Kuf is the Milui of Shakai. When you write the word, the name of Hashem Shakai, each letter, the way you pronounce it, Shin, spelled Shin Yud Nun. So the milu is yud and nun. Ten and fifty is sixty. Dalid, dalid, lamid, tof, lamid and tof. Thirty and four hundred. Four hundred and thirty plus sixty is four ninety. Yud, yud vav dalid. The vav dalid is ten. Um, sixty plus four thirty plus ten is five hundred, which is tof kuf. So the word yiskadash is Hashem's name Shakai with its milui, you know, in, in its full form. And the 500 represents the dimensions of the Beis Hamikdosh. It's brought that the Beis Hamikdosh was 500 square amois. So this term, V'yiskadash, Kedusha, the Tzaddik represents Kedusha, holiness. The word V'yiskadash is this name Shakai, this, this holy name of Kedusha.
כבר ידי זה נעשה בחינס ברשס. I'm sorry, we skipped a little bit. ועל כן, המזוז הוא כמבור ההיטה במים הרנל, אז רבינו זל goes into this clearly in that chapter in Likud Imran, ועל כן המזוז שהיא בחינה שם השם, היא מאירה להבייס. The mezuzah, which is a form of Hashem's name, shines into the home, v'shoymer esoy soy mishem oy satum ha'shochitsoynim, and protects the home from any negativity that could be coming from shem oy satumah, al yedei shem shakai sheba mezuzah, through, especially through that name Shin Dalet Yud that's on the outside of the mezuzah, shehu bechinas tzadik yisoy doylam, which represents the tzadik, שהוא הרויש והפאר, who is the רויש בייס, the פאר, ועידי זה נעשה בחינס ברשס. And this makes the home into ברשס, which is רויש and בייס. שהרויש מאיר להבייס, שעידי זה נשמר הבייס. The רויש, the מויכן, the צדיק, the שם השם, is shining into the home, which is what protects the home. I'll add an incredible, interesting thing that I heard from my Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld, we know that Eretz Yisroel is the home of the Jewish nation. This is our bias, our real bias. It's brought that when the Jews were about to, after 40 years in the desert, after the Egel Azov, after the Maraglim, we went through everything. It wasn't enough. Now, two and a half Shvatim approach Moshe Rabbeinu, we have a problem. We have all of this cattle and stuff. And, and Eretz Yisrael isn't suited for all of this cattle. Out here, in the land of Sichon and Oig, which they had just captured, here this beautiful grazing land, we can have all of our cattle and everything. Moshe Rabbeinu says, you bums, we didn't have enough guys trying to block the Yidden from getting to Eretz Yisrael. Now you guys also are looking to get out of helping conquer Eretz Yisrael. They knew that conquering Eretz Yisrael is not going to be easy. When Yeshua went to conquer Eretz Yisrael, there were 31 kings in Eretz Yisrael at the time. Seven nations, 31 kings. It took seven years to conquer Eretz Yisrael and seven years to divide up the land among the Shvotim. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, Oh, now, right, when we're about to go into Eretz Yisrael, now you're chickening out, you don't want to come. They said, Chas v'shalom, chas v'shalom. On the contrary, we're going to lead the Shvotim into Eretz Yisrael. We'll go with you for those seven years. We'll leave our wives and kids here. We'll build fences and everything for the cattle. We're going with you. We're going to lead the battle. When everything is finished, we'll come back out here to take care of, you know, to, to live here with our families in Aver Hayardin. Moshe Rabbeinu says, okay, Hashem says, great. Well, what is this all about? You have too much cattle, make a barbecue. What's the big deal? That, that's, that's an excuse not to go to Eretz Yisrael? That's excuse, an excuse to stay in Michigan? To be a Michiganer? To, to, to stay in New York, these places? What are you, nuts? So the, the answer is that there's a secret to this. That Eretz Yisrael is the, the bias of Kal Yisrael. A bias needs a mezuzah to protect it. These two and a half shvotim, two and a half times yud kevavke is bigamatria mezuzah. Each shevet is the name of Hashem. We know it says that they're called shifte ko. Hashem says, I put my name on each one of the shvotim. Hora uveni, ha ha yud ke. Yud ke 
is really Yud K Vav K, because when you write Yud K, each letter as a word, Yud is Yud Vav Dalit, which mm-hmm. is 20, He is He Aleph, which is 6. So Yud He is like Yud K Vav K. So each Shevet represents a Yud K Vav K. We know that the four letters of Yud K Vav K can be formatted 12 different ways. You could write it 12 different ways, corresponding to the 12 months of the year, corresponding to the 12 Shvatim. So each Shevet is a Yud K Vav K. Two and a half Shvatim, two and a half times 26 is 65, which is Mezuzah. They were the mezuzah at the end, that's why they wanted to be at the entrance to Eretz Yisrael. They served as a shmirah, and it's brought also, the, the, this comes from the Megal Amukhais, and the Megal Amukhais shows that Sichoin and Oig, which were the two major, major forces of the Sitrachra to try to block the Jews from getting into Eretz Yisrael, Sichoin and Oig are bigimatria, the names of Hashem, besides Shin Yud, if you look in the back of a mezuzah, you will see three other names of Hashem that are there. What are those three names of Hashem? It's Hash- the three names in Shema Yisrael. Hashem, Eloikeinu, Hashem. But it's written in code. It's not Yud Hei Vav Hei. It's Chaf Vav Zayin Vav. It's the letters that follow Yud Hei Vav Hei. It's Chaf, after Yud comes Chaf, after Hei comes Vav, Chaf Vav Zayin Vav, then Eloikeinu, it's Beis Mem, you'll add up those three names of Hashem, it's Bigimatria Sichayin Enoig, to show again that there are these major forces of the Sitrachra, there are these Shemois of Tumah that are at the entranceway to the Kedusha, trying to block the Jews from getting in, and trying to bring Tumah into the Kedusha, into the home, into Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, we have to set up these barriers. We need the mezuzah that has all of these holy, holy names of Hashem on it that overpower, that overpower these forces of the Sitra that block the Chitzonim from coming into the house, that block the Chitzonim from coming into Eretz Yisrael. Should be zeicha that our homes should be fully protected, to have good kosher mezuzahs in our homes, and to have the tzaddik. That's the most important thing: to have the tzaddik in our home, to have the svarim of the tzaddik in our home, and to have the hashpa of the tzaddikim, the emuna and the chachma that the tzaddikim give us, so that our homes will be miniature beis hamikdash, and so that we will be zeicha that Hashem will give us the the major beis hamikdash. With the coming of Moshiach, Amen, Amen. Amen. Which word is two and a half times the Gematria of Mezuzah? We said that two and a half times Yud Kevavke, Yud Hevavhe, which is the name of Hashem, which each one of the twelve tribes is a is a Yud Hevavhe, because a Yud Kevavke you can write it twelve different ways: Yud Hevavhe, Yud Hevav, Vav Yud. In, in many of the Sidurim, at the end of the Shmonesri of Rishchidosh, it shows you these 12 forms, and it's brought that when a person is saying the Shmonesri, the Musa Shmonesri for Rishchidosh, when they say Hashem's name, Boruch Hashem Mechadesh Chodoshim, when you say the Yud Kevavke there, to have in mind the particular format that relates to that month. Boruch Hashem.